praise the Lord, my Lord, the mightiest prophets of the Lord? Well, uh, beloved people, the Lord Jehovah has spoken with me uh, this past night. The living God of heaven, Jehovah, the mighty God of Israel, has spoken with me. There are two conversations I want to share. One conversation took place yesterday about between 5 p.m. to about 6 p.m. in the evening. And then one conversation took place this night coming towards this morning. And uh, yesterday's conversation, the Lord lifted me up above the earth. And then he showed me two roads. He showed me the wide road and the narrow road. He showed me the two roads that the church today, the present day church is following. Yesterday about 5 to 6 p.m. in the evening, the Lord Jehovah spoke with me about the preparedness of this generation for the glorious coming of the Messiah. The preparedness of the present day church for the glorious coming of the King, the Messiah, the glorious Lamb of God. And in this conversation, he made me fall asleep. He slayed me. And then he lifted me up above the earth and he showed me the two roads that the present day church is following. Now, I saw the wider road. There is a wide road and it was a very, a very clear road that any, uh, uh, anybody could see. From where I was lifted up, it was uh, very, very clear. You could see it very clearly. A wider road. Very clear. You could vividly see that that is a road. And then, the narrow road. Now, it's amazing, because when he showed me the narrow road, then he also showed me the role of these two prophets of the Lord, on the current agenda of the Lord upon the earth, the mission of God on the earth right now, as we speak. Because he showed me the narrow, the, the wider road and then the narrow road. And then now he narrowed in and showed me the narrow road. And he went back in time and showed me how the narrow road was way back before he sent his two prophets on the earth. And the stretch of the narrow road across the entire earth, lifted above, seeing from above. And then after that, then he showed me when the two tremendous prophets of righteousness arrived, the prophets of the book of Revelation, and how far they have done the road, and how much work is left to be done. Okay, before they began to do the work, the Lord showed me the road with many, many potholes and patches here and there. A pothole and they put what you'd call a kiraka. Uh, they, they, they patch, patched. When there's a pothole, they try to patch it. They patched it. But there are many other potholes unpatched. But there are also potholes that were patched. Meaning they put a little cement there, a little concrete there, and try to repair there. Red repair this way, red repair the other side, and then there are many other potholes unrepaired. And then, when the two tremendous prophets of the Lord began, then I saw that they plowed through the road, the narrow road, they plowed it, 
and put a new tarmac. And so he showed me how far it has been prepared and how much is left. And there were these leaves, these trees, that were trying to, you, you could, not really hidden, but it's passing and a little bit concealed because there were these trees whose leaves were coming as though from the left and right, the, the canopy almost touching, so that the road was actually almost concealed. But I could see where the two tremendous prophets of the Lord have reached in preparing the way. And wherever they had prepared, was really very smoothly prepared, but there is more work because they had to go in there as they go across the earth. And that reminds me of a conversation that the Lord had with me some time back. I don't know whether it's a year ago or two years ago when he showed me that I was running across the earth and tremendous glory and light was beaming from me and clearing a path all along as I was running very fast across the entire earth and wherever I passed, the road was being prepared. The Spirit of the Lord speaking to the church. But again, patched. Patched and patched, some areas patched, potholes. I'm talking about the narrow road, not the wider road. Patched, some areas were patched, but then now coming and digging through, laying a foundation and doing a beautiful tarmac, building a new road and not not uh, patching, not patching those potholes that were being eroded again and re-patched and patched and some were not patched. There were not, no cement or gravel or stones or concrete had been put there. But now being prepared beautifully, how the road turned and the road became very beautiful. And I think that conversation, I'll come back to it if I get time, that conversation speaks so much about the condition of the church today. The first thing you see there is that the church is working on, there are two roads, the present day church is working on two roads. There are those working on the wide road, I'm not even addressing them now. There are those working on the wider road, the large road, and they need to be evangelized to come back. They need to be addressed. But I was strictly focusing on the on now the narrow road. In these first few minutes of this conversation, what I brought to you is about the narrow road, the patches, the potholes. But the, the church needs to go and win those people that are walking the wider road and bring them back. And the majority were on the other side. So that tells you where the main church is walking. The wide road. The big church, the global church, the body of Christ is walking there. The modern day church the church that has not submitted to the voice of the Lord, the church that is doing her own agenda as usual, like nothing has changed. And yet there's a big move, a big visitation on the earth. Heaven has invaded the earth in a shocking manner. God Almighty himself, God the Father, is visiting the church. But in the context of the narrow road, you can see very clearly that the Lord, the Lord is saying that you see the parched lives of the Christians. A little patching, patching, putting some little, when this part of the cloth is torn, you put a little, you sew another, another new cloth onto an old cloth. You sew another, you sew another. The patched life, the patched Christian salvation with patches, many patches. And then you see now the two servants come and they do a complete overhaul. So the Lord is asking the church for a complete repentance and a complete overhaul of our Christianity. Christian salvation. That's why you see the, the road, a new foundation was laid. It was now a well-done road, has moved on, 
and there is a long question across the whole earth. And then another conversation, God the Father, this past night, takes me into his throne room in heaven and he begins to cut the leaves of the tree of life and with his hand he gives to me this past night the leaves of the tree of life then I see the fruit the sweet fruit of the tree of life the fruits so which means there's going to be a tremendous visitation take place uh, in, in Nakuru this coming end of year a visitation historic and actually he, he, the hand of God the Father did something different today because he cut, when, when the father cut the leaves from the tree of life, this time around he puts, he put them in a basket. I see a basket. And then he gave me that basket. He began to remove one by one from the basket, giving me by hand, and then he gave me the entire basket. Tremendous contact with the father is happening in the church right now owing to the glorious works that Jesus did on the cross. He opened this way that now there can be this fellowship and communion with God the Father that the Father may prepare the way for the glorious coming of the Messiah through the, the command, through the direct command over these two servants that are running across the face of the earth. The second conversation now, you see now the leaves this past night, the leaves of the tree of life. And there's greater more. And then this past night still, this past night, then now the Lord God Almighty shows me this ministry, the ministry of repentance and holiness, and he showed me all the bishops in Kenya here. And then I hear the voice of the Lord saying, the Archbishop, what I was busy assigning them duty, I was assigning them tasks and setting up structures for this ministry as set. Essentially what they are doing now. But what amazed me is that for each one of them, they came as I was down there. I was seated down there and each of them as they came, I put a new pair of shoes on their feet and they went. A new pair of shoes and red shoes, the blood of Jesus. Red shoes covered by the blood of Jesus. I was putting, I began with the senior archbishop, John Litunda. I put the red shoes on his feet, he went. The next shoes, the next bishop, the next shoes, like that. It was such, I even see it, I still see it now. When I looked at all their feet, the bishops in this ministry, in this land of Kenya, all their feet were red, 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 red shoes, the blood of Jesus. And then after that, I saw them going out to execute their ministry. It was so powerful. It was very powerful as they were going out in droves to, to execute the ministry of the Lord. And then at that time, the Lord now lifts me up he lifts me up a little bit above the soil, above the earth here, and then he shows me, tremendous, he shows me the two golden lampstands of God. But they were very towering, they were very, very high. I don't know whether they reached heaven. They reached very high up there until the glory was so much, you could not see well. The two golden lampstands of the Lord. But it's amazing because one of them was, is, slightly, is slightly taller than the other. Very high up, 
into the sky. Tremendous, very, very high until the glory was so much you could not see, but you could see that one of them is slightly taller than the other. Beautiful, powerful time in the history of the church. It just reminds me of when the Lord Christ Jesus, our Lord Jesus, was washing the feet of his disciples. Washing the feet of the church. Washing the feet of today's pastor. Because at that time, the disciples represented the church, the entire body of Christ. The pastors, the pulpit, the altar, the leadership, the elders, the congregation, they represented everything, virtually everything, literally so. And now he puts me here, um, right on the ground there, and they are coming as they pass. I put brand new shoes, red, 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 the blood of Jesus, red, covered with the blood, the blood, the blood. It was very powerful. The Lord has shown a great disposition towards this ministry. This is what heaven is saying right now. This is what God the Father is saying right now. This is what the Spirit of the Lord is saying right now. That all the other nations, if you want to be in the same disposition of favor with the Lord, you really have to listen to this voice and you have to submit to the voice of the Lord. You cannot continue in disobedience and heedlessness. They are wearing the blood of Jesus, wearing the shoes with the blood of Jesus, and I saw how they are executing the ministry very powerful, what I can describe. The other part I can describe, but very mighty, very mightily going out now, winning souls, preparing the church. They were very faithful, receiving the message from the two prophets of the Lord and preaching it and preaching righteousness, preaching holiness, preaching repentance, announcing that the Messiah is coming. The messengers of Revelation are here. I heard them. They were doing tremendous exploits for God the Father across this land. Oh, how I long that this is replicated across the world, across all the nations of the earth. I really do long that all the nations of the earth they replicate this. They submit. It's a very powerful moment in the history of the church. It's a mighty hour. Because God Almighty, God the Father, Jehovah Yahweh, the Godhead himself, is right now involved in preparing the church, navigating these two messengers, empowering them, and they are directly under his command. Red shoes, red shoes, red shoes of the blood of Jesus. And they were walking, even now as I talk to you, I see their feet, the way they were lined up there. You know, after I was down there on the floor putting the, the, the shoes on their feet, but when I looked at all their feet when it was done, beautiful red, 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 and it made me know the blood of Jesus. How mighty, how powerful. Beloved people. And then I saw the tremendous two golden lampstands of the Lord, the ones that stand before the Lord of all the earth, and they were towering so high all the way, all the way into the glory up there. And you can see that one of them is a little taller than the other. And that is, when I woke up, then I realized that is essentially what you see you've been recording here and there, that one of them is taller than the other, slightly taller than the other. The Messiah is coming, beloved people. The latter glory is here. The latter visitation is here. The announcement on the glorious coming of the Messiah is saturating the earth. Nobody can ever say that, look, I never heard. Look, I did not know. Look, he never came to us. No. He has literally spoken through the internet. This radio is global. 
Every ear that wants to hear has heard. And every single person or believer that wants to enter has received the instructions. Be righteous. Repent. Be holy. Walk in the narrow way. This gold, this wonderful way, the narrow road that is being, that they are preparing. Beautiful, 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 now cleared where the patches have now been dug out, uh, plowed out, and the new road has been laid. And continuing to lay the new road until the coming of the Messiah catches us on the way. Oh, how I long that every single person and every nation gets the opportunity, the treasure, the chance, the golden privilege of embracing this revival, this historic revival, this astounding revival never seen before. This is a beautiful moment in the history of the church, beloved people. The Lord has come out deliberately and absolutely openly, openly now, coming in his cloud, covering these two prophets until people can record. Sometimes in the dreams, when he shows me that and I announce the prophecy, sometimes I do not even believe he will allow them record his cloud the living cloud in, on video, alive, covering his true prophet. But then he has allowed this generation to record, to record it, to record him, record his physical, the dreadful physical manifest presence that guided Israel across the wilderness, that settled on the Mount Sinai, that used to come on Mount Moriah in the Holy of Holies, he has come out so vividly, so openly to speak to you The time is over. And the messengers of the book of Revelation are now preparing the church. And beyond this dispensation, the two of them split out. I see the two of them split out and then call for fire. Each of them, I see two fires lit. But you don't want to deal with that. The Lord is pleading for this generation to enter. There is a serious solicitation by heaven for your souls that you may enter eternity. The glorious stairs have been lowered at the command of these two. How awesome. How powerful. How wondrous. How shocking. How bewildering. How astounding. How profound. How perplexing. It's like the church is living in a perpetual perplexity on the wonders and the visitation of God the Father right now. The writings on the sky. He has written across the sky. He has made your eyes see the two messengers ministering to the church. Each one ministering on the, doing this on this side. The other one talking on the other side. With such a tremendous power that when you are talking to this one, you can only see him. And the other one is talking to this side. They can only see him. They can't see the other. With a lot of authority to capture all the people to see only one. And this one on this side also captures all people here to see one, except for one, two, three. Sometimes he opens the eyes of all to see both. And then he closes their eyes. What a mighty, mighty wonder, power, and authority God the Father is executing inside the fiber of the body of Christ, the mainstream. He is using everything, every power and wonder, to really, really solicit for your soul, to draw you closer to Jesus, to draw you closer to the Calvary cross, to draw you closer to the blood, closer to righteousness, closer to the glorious kingdom of God. May those who have ears prepare for the glorious coming of the Messiah. Toda, 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 shalom, haverim. Shalom, toda. 
ברוך השם, תודה.